Welcome to Be Dribbling Over. I'm your host, Nathan. And, well, instead of talking about, you know, the reveal of the new Washington football team name, by the way, spoiler ahead, it's the, it's the Commanders. Or talking about the fact that there could be a possibility that there was some illegal tanking. Ironically, with the same team name that is familiar being the tank known as the Miami Dolphins, and who are very well known of tanking of the Cleveland Browns. Instead of talking about that, I'll be talking about a movie that has left me emotionally perplexed. It's a movie from the 1980s, and since Valentine's Day, is, or as I call it, V-Day, is coming up, or for me, it's a single, it's single awareness day. Sad. Let's talk about the 1980s movie, Somewhere in Time, which was directed by, I do believe, the same person that also directed the Supergirl movie. And I have to say, it's the cinematography is well made. It's act, actors, actress Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour do a phenomenal job of getting at your heartstrings. And as a lot of people said, yes, Jane Seymour is the the epitome of grace and beauty. Now, what is this movie about, you're wondering? Well, it's about a guy that came that came in contact with a very old lady that goes like saying, Come back to me. And just left the guy proposed like, What did she mean by that? Why did you give me a pocket watch? Which leaves you in mystery. And then you find out that he comes across this hotel known as the Grand Hotel. Now I can't do it justice of the chemistry between Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. But I'll do the best I can to tell the story without spoiling everything. So at the Grand Hotel, this guy comes... He sees the Grand Hotel. And so, or is it the Grand Motel? Sorry, I forgot. Say, Grand Hotel, Grand Motel. I think it was the Grand Hotel. The Grand Hotel. Definitely Grand Hotel. Yeah, yeah. Grand Hotel. And he comes across of... Huh. Well, this kind of feels familiar in some way. And then he looks at this picture in this, like, museum. And he's like, wow, look at this lady. She's very pretty. And so he got curious and wanted to know more about her. So went to a library, figured out a whole lot more about this lady in the picture. And then he goes and comes across, find 
figuring out where she lived, and turns out she already passed on, and realized that they had a lot of similarities with each other, and comes across a book about time travel. Well, in some way, it's time traveling. So then he goes to the same college that he once wrote his play at. And was told to do self-hypnosis. Hypnosis and make himself believe that he is back in time in 1912. And he finds out... You know, and then he comes across the lady from the picture. And of course with his knowledge of knowing pretty much all about her already. And then it just gets to the point of like, okay, this has now now turned into well, this is interesting. Uh how does this work? How how does he know that he is or is he just... The mind is interesting sometimes. So, is he telling his mind, you know, while he's doing all of this? Because he's... This is self-hypnosis, basically. Trying to convince himself that he's back in 1912. And... There's even a little joke where you find out the reveal with... Uh, well, let's just say... Uh, what he thought was the right time period... But turns out he was wrong. Uh, but it it was a funny reveal of finding out. And of course, uh, I do believe it was like Christopher Plummer that played this character that basically had uh, Jane Seymour's character uh, going. Just basically making sure that she she's at the rehearsals because she's an actress. She is a theater actress. Or as they say back in those days, she was a stage actress. And... And of course, you know, everything's going great until, uh-oh, there's something that reminds him of the time period that he actually came from. And then he ends up, you know, losing. And, and you know, if you were a guy back in the 80s and you were like, no, I lost a chance with Dr. Quinn. No. Jane Seymour. I especially really appreciate that shot. I thought that shot was very difficult to pull off. Because remember, this was 1980s. If it was the 2010s, they could probably find a way to make it easier editing-wise of how to make it seem that the, that the, the shot has, shows a picture fading away from almost even making it seem uh, kind of traveling back. Almost looking that you're just coming out of the picture and at the same time having it fade, fade away. It was a really impressive camera shot. Hopefully there's some behind the scenes 
or even some cinematographer explaining how they did that because I would really would want to know how to do that so that way I could find a similar way to implement but for a different genre of movie uh, per se. But yeah, this is a really well-made movie. It is just, I was just, as I said, emotionally perplexed. Because on the one hand, you're just thinking, so this person is, is this person going crazy? I, I was kind of getting out of it, out of it, but I really appreciate the chemistry between Jane Seymour and Christopher Reeve in this movie. And I really enjoyed, it's a love story. And if you haven't seen this movie, it's on Tubi right now. And if you just so happen, you know, I mean, whether you are single or somehow in a, you know, I'm not saying it's a miracle that you're in a relationship. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I see myself, <laughs> you know, if I ever could have a lady be able to, to stand me, <laughs> especially with my eccentricities. <laughs> For even a couple of moments. <laughs> or or if you're whether you're single or you somehow are you know with someone, I definitely recommend people check out this movie. This movie is a really well made movie and yeah, check it out. It's on Tubi right now and if you're wondering, you know, if you wanna find a way to have a movie watch, this is could be um excellent movie watch. This is one of those movies that you just think, oh, okay, this movie. All right, well, I'll watch, I'll watch it then. Okay, let's see what it is. And you're like, it's so beautiful. Mm, I, I mean, I mean, that's a, mm, that, that's a well, that was a well-made movie. <laughs> oh, he got back together with her. <gasps> I mean, mm, I, I mean, uh, he got back together with her. So beautiful. <laughs> but the only reason why I kind of knew about this movie was number one. I remember from a Nostalgia Critic review of he was reviewing a movie that was by the same director and he made a joke like, this person can't make a good movie at all. And then it showed a little bit of a Photoshop picture of that movie somewhere in time. And then the Nostalgia Critic knocked it out like, no good movie at all. And also, I remember American Dad episode that tried to do a similar premise, but they did a twist to it. Uh, I really do appreciate this. <laughs> the twist. It's a messed up twist, but I enjoy the twist in that episode. They kind of did kind of a, a twofer of one having uh francine uh pretending to be i think it was like a cement mixer because she wanted to it was either a cement mixer for a concrete company or something and she pretended to be someone else and then steve was curious about a portrait from the 1980s 
And I, I dare not spoil the twist. It's a messed up twist, but it does make a whole lot more sense. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I recommend this, and I, I recommend people check it out, whether you are single or you're together with someone. You know, or you just go like, you know what, I just want to do something for, you know, for Valentine's Day without doing anything for Valentine's Day, if that makes any sense of you. Or if you just want to watch a romantic movie in general, or you kind of lost faith in love and you're like, there is nothing that will have me believe in love. Nothing. If you're at that point, watch this movie. Then come back to this review, or you know what? I'll leave a message uh, on my Instagram, sportsboop 32 If you are one of those people that think that all love is lost, and you watch this movie and you feel that all love is lost, then I don't know what to do for you. But, but anyways, yeah. Do I need to say more cinematography? Great acting. Even the supporting actors were pretty good in the movie. Some people will find this movie boring. It really depends on what type of mood you're in. You will either see this as a boring movie or the most romantic movie you will watch in your lifetime. There is no in-between. So, oh wait, I haven't given them a rating, did I? Well, the way I've been saying all the positives, added bonus, I really appreciate Jane Seymour with her elegance. Christopher Reeve finds ways to implement both the time period that he was in present and in the 1912s. So, cinematography, so that makes that four. Oh, the lighting was gorgeous, too. So, I, I already said about five things that were good in this movie, so... Not good, but phenomenal in this movie. Oh, and especially some of the, as I said, cinematography, especially some of the camera shots. Uh, they, they made it... There was a camera shot, but they made it... See, I don't know how they do that, but it was a kind of a, a semitone, if, if that's it. If that's what you call it. It made it seem as it was a dream. A dream like sequence in in the camera shot picture so yeah i gotta get this five out of five uh pocket watches perfect i give this five out of five pocket watches if you don't understand what the whole pocket watch that's part of the movie so i highly recommend check people that check out this movie as and don't worry, next time I'll be talking about something sports-related. Don't you worry, folks. I just wanted to give something a little bit different. You know, it's getting close to that time, you know. You know, the home-mockable holiday. Oh, wait. I said uh, I meant that crown... Cr not credit card. <laughs> a crown greeting card company holiday is getting close by. Thank you all for listening to Be Dribbling Over, as I'm Nathan telling you all to be dribbling over till next time. If you enjoy this review of Be Dribbling Over, then please do 
Listen to the other podcast episodes of Be Joven Over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm. Check to see if you can listen to on the podcast platform that you are listening to. If you are a fan of horror movies, I also review horror movies for the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. As I said, I review horror movies, I interview people, and sometimes I even talk about living with autism and even what's going on in the autism community. Not all the time, but sometimes. If you're a fan of animation, please do check out the Bleep Bunk podcast as I review an anime series that is known as Mission Hill. Very underrated. And it's starting to get popular, being appreciated. Hopefully they get that spin-off show of Gus and Wally to happen on HBO Max. We'll see. So thank you all for listening. Be dribbling over till next time. Oh, and if you have any suggestions, please contact Nathan.Sprague.StudioVoiceProd at gmail.com. Or please do send a message on social media on my Instagram, the Sports Booth 32. Thank you all for listening.